So originally I had an uh, an idea for this episode of the podcast, and to be fair, it's going to be in this episode as well. It's going to be um, a short segment, so to speak. But the thing is, I try to stretch. I try to stretch it out to thirty minutes, and that I, it feels dishonest to me. You know what I mean? Because to me, it was a big deal, but it's not much of a story. And by that, I mean it's not something I can really talk about for thirty minutes. Plus. You know me, I like to give as much as I can, so instead of one story, I'm going to talk about multiple things I did as a teenager, because I always talk about how bad I was as a little kid, or as a, yeah, you know, as a preteen, teenager, early teens, though, I'm not talking about, like, recently, which is, um, I mean, I'm 25, so no, <laughs> this is just me looking back and kind of cringing at some of the stuff I did, because the thing is, if you're a teenager listening and you're going through some sort of edgy phase, or maybe you think, this isn't a phase, it's who I am. It's most likely a phase. I'm sorry. Um, whether or not you believe it or not, well, I'll let you decide. I mean, you're a teenager. There's no changing your mind. Believe me, I know. <laughs> and this, this only goes... I mean, I'm saying this because the thing is, I look back and I realize that I had the mentality of a teenager, which means I did not get swayed by actual advice. You know what I mean? So I thought I would at least, you know, show my soft white underbelly a bit. Also, thank you to my patrons, La H and Joseph Fister. Thank you both very much for keeping this podcast up and running. And also New York City Podcast Network, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and damn, what's the other one? Oh yeah, iHeartRadio. Forgot about that. Anyway. You know, I would normally start with the first story that I was going with, but the truth is, you would need way more context in my life in order for me to, in order for you to better understand exactly what I was going through at the time. Therefore, I'm going to talk about some of the cringy things I did as a teenager. And hopefully some teenager will listen to this and realize, oh, I'm doing that too. You know what I mean? Or maybe they'll learn a lesson or two. I don't know. Basically, I feel like Oh, one sec. I had to pause the recording to burp. Recently, I bought one of those um, soda spring water things. You know, the ones you push the button and it turns regular water into carbonated water. Honestly, fucking game changer. Like, I've been drinking sparkling water every day since I got the thing. And it's like pennies, you know? Like, instead of buying a Perrier, just make it yourself. Fuck it. It's way cheaper that way. Uh, but I did get it on discount. That's, you know, on clearance. No one else wanted it. I don't know why. Ooh, Perrier, I want my own sparkling water. Dude, it comes with the bottle. Just buy one, man. I'm not endorsing the product by any means. Um, If they want to, that'd be cool. But anyway, back to the topic at hand. Okay, um, you guys know around the time that the My Little Pony, like, brony thing was going on? No, I was not a brony. Don't get that twisted. However, uh, God, I hate this. I wore a fedora to one of my first live guitar shows so at least it was on brand i guess like like we were supposed to wear something that stood out but i had a live solo jazz guitar song in front of a lot of the school that i was at at the time i thought i looked so badass i look at the pictures now and i'm like i did not know how to dress the hat looked awful at least i okay i fucked up the solo but you know what that was fine
uh, cringy, right? You know, really awkward stuff. This was a bit later in my teen years, so I wasn't as bad as I used to be. Uh, there was stuff beforehand that I don't like either. This one is more of a broad generalization, but don't get me wrong. Um, the metal community, they're great, okay? Unfortunately, at the time, I was a metal elitist. You know what I mean? You know those guys that, like, gatekeep metal music? Like, it has to be a certain way. Those kind of guys? Yeah, I was one of them. I'm not proud of it. I'm really not. Like, I don't even listen to metal music that much anymore. I mostly listen to, like... I think Kendrick Lamar's pretty good. MF Doom's nice. I heard a Drake song the other day. I thought it was good until he started singing. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I don't know. Uh, basically, I drastically changed from what I used to be. In fact, if you had told me when I was a teenager that I would start a podcast, I would be like, oh, it's gonna be about music, right? It's gonna be about metal music. No. No, it's not. I've never even mentioned metal music. I'm more of a punk rocker now. Speaking of which... There was another thing I was as a teenager that I constantly told myself was not a phase. I thought that... Okay, um... This is gonna make a lot of people laugh. Because I look back at it now and it was just awkward for me. Um, at the time, I was going through that rebellious phase. You know, you're born with, like, Christian parents. And when you're a teenager, you think you're always in the right. So naturally you go, I'm gonna challenge the status quo and I'm gonna be an atheist or I'm gonna be a Satanist or something like that. Nowadays, it's not as prevalent, but at the time, that was like the edgiest thing you could do. And I was a little edgelord. And I'm not proud of it now. I look back at it, and I made my mom cry at some point, and now, as an adult, if I do that, I, I fucking cry too, dude. Like, I can't stand to make my parents upset. You know, you gotta... Like, they did a lot for you, okay? This is for those teenagers who are, who are currently doing everything, you know in their power to upset their parents. I don't know why you would. Look, just talk to them, okay? That's one thing I messed up when uh, when I was a teenager. I didn't talk to them at all. I never told them my problems. I always thought I could fix it myself. You can't. You're a teenager, okay? The truth is, the world is far, far bigger than you would ever expect. In fact, that's, you know, I, I look back now and I think th this was my world, you know? Oh, I'm gonna be a rock star when I grow up. I was not. Absolutely not. <laughs> to be fair, some of my friends at the time did end up in the music industry, and it's not as good as I thought it would be, to be honest. There's a lot of shady, underhanded practices in the, in the whole business. A lot of people who, um, I adjusted the mic, I don't know if you heard that. A, a lot of people who have to do a lot of stuff just to get their name out there. And whether that be something illegal or something that would be considered what's the word there's a term i'm trying to think unethical unethical there we go unethical business practices is relevant and very it happens in the music industry okay especially the, the type of rockers and musicians that i was that i was with if i showed pictures of my like my teenage friends where they're at now none of us would have predicted where we were at Except maybe David. David David was already like always like headstrong, you know. He knew what he wanted and he went out and did it. Fucking Marine now. I'm so proud of you, David. Seriously. That's fucking cool. Marine or yeah. Yeah. Anyway, a lot of them are not where they thought they'd be. I had a small friend group. I'm not gonna say they were friends. They were more people I just kind of ran towards whenever I was like upset with my parents and I would leave the house. 
By the way, don't do that. Seriously, always tell your parents where you're going. I was a dumbass kid and kids were getting abducted at my age, okay? And my dumbass ran straight into the horse's mouth. I would not want that for my kids if they did that. To be fair, I was never in any danger. I was an ugly ass kid. <laughs> but I also had a big ego when I was younger and I don't like that. I look at myself in the past and I think, what the fuck was wrong with me? You know? I can't answer that as an adult. And this is literally me. It's all those changes that you're going through when you're a teenager growing up. All those hormonal changes. You start crying for no reason. You get really upset for no reason. Now that I look back, that's kind of what it was, you know? That's, that's exactly what it was. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, really. It was also around the edgy Tumblr phase, you know, like when Tumblr was still allowing, um, when it wasn't owned by Verizon. And there was these political activists who thought they were changing the world, but they were really just pissing a handful of people off and nothing would change. We, we didn't do anything, okay? Edgy Tumblr teenagers. Why? Okay, one of the things that scared me off when I was uh, around that age is when a group of like Steven Universe fans bullied like, they bullied one of the actual artists for the show to the point where she wanted to kill herself. How is that going to change anything? You know, uh, it was around that time where it's it finally snapped. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to be associated with these people. Are you fucking joking? That's terrible. It's I still think it's terrible, honestly. There's no excuse for that. In fact, a lot of the times, like, I've noticed it now because the thing is, on Tumblr, it was um, obviously a different time because I was younger at the time. But I'm on Twitter now, right? And I see very similar trends with modern teenagers. The same thing I was going through, you know? Just put on a persona online, put whatever the hell you want, delete the channel if it gets too heated, and then just start a new one. And then be like, oh, my old post got deleted. Haha, <laughs> account suspended. And then for some reason, they glorify that. Like, they, they gloat about it. They're like, my last account got suspended. And then everyone flocks to them. I see it a lot with the NBA Youngboy fans. I mean, they just randomly Photoshop his face into different things. And then they go, oh, not NBA Youngboy, disliked. It's like, do you get anything out of that? Probably not. Well, I guess internet points, which who cares? The, the, the point I'm trying to get across here, right, is a teenager with the internet. You know, you know how that goes, okay? It can either go one way, really, like basic stuff maybe you got a facebook you talk to your your family who's in another state or just further away or you do a complete 180 put a fucking picture of a dragon under the name monster yegar and just start fucking with people and making memes posting constantly on facebook i did that i'm i don't know this is one thing i'm not too like i'm not too upset with like i look back at it and i think okay my internet habits would eventually come over to my adulthood, right? That was the one thing that was actually decent. Of course, I went about it all wrong. I would always go on, like, random religious rants. Like, I don't know what the hell it was about it. I have the page deleted now. Don't go looking for it. Although, if someone archived it, there was a lot of people on the page they might have. But one good thing did come out of it. That's how I met Brian. We met through a Death Grips, um shit posting sub um subreddit i was gonna say subreddit um facebook page i don't have a facebook anymore i don't want one hell i don't even want an instagram at this point to be honest it's um it's okay it's just if more of my like family members and friends had a different website to go on 
that'd be great. Nick Oliver's currently on Twitter, so am I, but the problem is he's only one of my buddies. You know, a lot of them are still on Instagram. Okay, we're getting off topic. Let's let's laugh at me some more. Um, what else did I do? I wore a trench coat to high school. I was that kid. <laughs> some people were fucking terrified of me, and I was um at some point I was escorted to the principal's office by police. I didn't do anything. I was accused by an ex-girlfriend at the time. By the way, high school relationships never work out. Some of them do, don't get me wrong. A handful of them do. <coughs> In fact, I got a friend who's a good example of it. I'm actually really proud of them. They got two kids now. I'm not going to name names for the sake of um, privacy, but all I'm saying is you never know. It, you really don't, honestly. Like A lot of my friends that I thought would never have kids now have one or two. Some of them who I thought would be swimming with like children, you know, like a whole bunch of them, have none. In fact, they don't have anyone to love or hold. <laughs> One person I'm thinking of in particular, um, I kind of do miss them. They're, they're cool. We don't talk anymore. But I also did this thing when I was a teenager where um, I genuinely believed that like black magic and stuff would work, which does play a role in later. Okay, I'm building up to something here. But keep this in mind, okay? Teenage me, you, you want... You want an image of teenage me? Picture me with long black hair, eyeliner, a trench coat, all black. My first year, uh, I, I think in high school, like freshman year, I was an emo kid. After that, I was just goth. I thought there was like a difference, right? Obviously subcultures, they all have different nuances and I still think they're kind of cool. I just, I wouldn't be a part of them. You know what I mean? By the way, the trench coat stayed on no matter what temperature it was outside. I wore it in the summer. It was, it was a cringy moment in my life that I look back at and I think, why the fuck did I do that? I'm embarrassed by myself looking back because a lot of it was angst, you know, teen angst. And that's the thing, right? They don't know. Like when you're a teenager, you don't know that you're dealing with teen angst. Sometimes you'll go out and you'll like shoplift something. You'll think, yeah, I'm destroying the establishment. No, you just stole a pair of headphones from, I don't know, Target. They, they look at that shit, you know? Some criminals start young, unfortunately. I'm glad I'm not one of them. I did see a lot of my friends who were doing that, along with some illicit substances they would do as a kid. Not as a kid, you know, teenagers. I would still say they're kids, but whatever. Because the thing is, you're not fully aware of just how big your consequences of, of the... Uh, how big the consequences of your actions really are. Wow, that was really a lot of alliteration. But yeah, you don't really know the gravity of situations when you're a kid, you know? Like, sometimes you think, oh man, this is gonna affect my life forever, or this isn't gonna do shit, you know? Like, you never know. A lot of people I see nowadays as well, I'm really generalizing here, okay? But they seem to be going on the right path now, like a lot of them. Around my time, there was still the whole punk rock phase, there was still the whole scene kids. Okay, I remember that, the scene kid era. You know, it's like emo, but you, like, dye your hair bright colors instead. Basically, you know, vying for attention. The whole raw XD shit. Oh, my God. I, I actually found my old phone the other day. I charged it. I read through some of the text I sent. This was, like, some text that were, like, damn, how, how long has it been? Ten years ago, actually. And I cringed so hard at myself. I look back and I think, what in the mother of fuck was I thinking? I wasn't thinking. 
properly anyway. Keep in mind, when you're a teenager, you're not fully developed, it's understandable. But I look back and I can't help but learn the lessons of the mistakes that I made. And I made so many fucking mistakes. Quite a bit, in fact. One of them being that I thought I was going to be like in this one relationship forever. Because when you're a teenager, your world is really small, you know what I mean? You're starting to notice, yeah, the world's bigger than we expected. Yeah, but it's a lot bigger than that. Way bigger, okay? And I remember... When I, when I was finally an adult, right? I still had some, like, I, I think like 19, 18. I still had the, um, the tendencies of a teenager, because I technically was one. But I was older now. And I was looking back. Even back then, I would look back and I would think... I'm going to laugh at this a few years later. I mean, I'm kind of laughing. I'm embarrassed by some of the things I did. Don't get me wrong. I have so many people that I like. I genuinely like opened up a Facebook page when I was like 19. And I was apologizing to people for some of the shit I did. I went back. I tried to fix things, okay? Some of them, they just, they won't be fixed, sadly. I'm not going to name names, but um, I mean, I don't even remember their names. Exactly. See, that's another thing. There's some names I don't... There's a lot of names I don't remember. But at the time, they meant the world to me. Because the world was small, and I was only friends with people because they were in close proximity, because we had similar classes, but the moment we left, different world. All around. Man. <laughs> it's so funny looking back. But, we're building up here, okay? So now you have an image of what I, um, what I was as a teenager. Black trench coat, edgy as fuck. I, I thought I was cool, but I wasn't. And, I mean, maybe I was. Some people thought I was. And, like, I would have, like, a new love interest every other week or something. I don't know. It wasn't a good habit to be into, okay? Not a love interest. What am I saying? You know how people would, like, get real close, and then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, but, like, he's got a car, and then they just go away. You know, it's like a fucking, like, 80s movie where it's like, hmm, Johnny's the, the captain of the football team, and then they go with him. I'm not picturing a specific movie, to be honest. I just know it's a Hollywood trope. But when that's all your references to high school and then you finally go there, it's just dumb as fuck, to be honest. Most of the edgy shit for me did start when I was in middle school and I had learned what the internet was and how to use it. That's right. I was in middle school when I learned how to use the internet. When I was a kid, I didn't have access to the internet. I didn't even have a computer or a phone. None of that shit. So... When you're a teenager and you start having access to Tumblr and Facebook and websites that you've never heard of before, right? Websites that basically, you know, like where people have stupid ideas, but they have them together. So they think it's a good idea. Hive mind. There we go. When you're in that situation as a teenager, it's embarrassing. I look back now and I just laugh at some of the shit that I said, did. And I'm pretty sure... At some point, I sent a nude or something, but when you're a teenager, that's that's a big fucking no-no. Don't do that, okay? Just don't. Seriously. <laughs> and all of this started from a, like, rebellious mentality that was unfounded. Seriously, th there was no, like, I I at the time, okay? There was no direction in my life. I didn't know where I was headed. I didn't know where I was going. And to be fair, like, near the end of, like, the teenage era, at the very least, I reconciled and started fixing shit. So I was like, okay, this shit is real. I'm an adult now, or I'm almost an adult. It's time to take responsibility. And I love that. I love when that finally clicks and you're like, oh shit, I should quit doing these things. Because I think everyone had the same idea. 
Oh man. I've heard um I've heard recently from several big YouTubers that most people are like leaving YouTube and like fans specifically. They're leaving the YouTube platform, not watching as much videos and instead of listening to podcasts. So maybe this will blow up or something. I don't know. But, you know, it, it's good to look back. Like I'm not I'm not going to hide my past, okay? I did some dumb shit as a teenager and it's back there, you know? I was um I was also a gamer at the time, a really big one. Really big into the Call of Duties, uh, the Monster Hunters. <laughs> I say it like an old man. No, I know what I'm talking about. Modern Warfare 3 was fucking sick. Um, also, Monster Hunter Freedom 2, I think I played as a kid. Monster Hunter Freedom Unite. When they started going online, you know what I mean? Because it used to just be specifically offline, but you could play like clo close proximity if you had internet. Or, yeah, close proximity. But, you know, it, it is what it is. And if you guys know gamers from the from back then, before lobbies were moderated, you would know the flurry of like N words and MF, you know, like motherfucker and like I fucked your mom, this and that. Shut up, you little bitch. If you're like a little kid and you have voice chat on and you just get talked down by everyone, I think that's still like a thing nowadays. You know, gamer culture is a different thing as a whole. I don't really want to be a part of it, to be honest. Like online lobbies, they're just toxic. But I think the internet in general is just full of people who just want to hate shit, to be honest. Alright. So, we now have a full platform. We now have an established image, you know. At the time, listening to obscure music. Not just metal music, too, but like music no one's ever heard of. So, let me preference this. There was a band called Human Error. They made a song called Memories... An album called Memories of the Afterlife. Really cool album cover. I liked it. One song in particular really stood out to me, but... I found it on YouTube, right? And the most views I've seen on it was a thousand. Like, not many people gave a fuck. But there was a part in the intro that I liked before it was ruined by all the guitars and shit. Very melodic sounding thing. And of course, remember, keep in mind, teenage brain. So, not, not really like the brightest. Especially me, I was a fucking dumbass as a kid. Okay. There, go listen to the song, maybe you'll get some context for it. Just don't listen to the whole thing. It's... Okay, how, how, do, how, do I, how do I start this? Okay. Let me readjust in my chair. This shit's gonna get serious. Not really serious. It's kind of funny now. Picture this, right? I actually don't remember how old I was when it happened. But there was a time in my life where me and my parents weren't talking that much. And out of nowhere, I get told, Hey, um, let's go to the woods. That's it. That's all I heard. And we get in the car. We drive up the hill. We just keep going and at some point we just pull over and it's like a random area where you can just park your car and there's a small path near it. But keep in mind, I had friends who were wizards and Wiccans and all this shit, you know what I mean? Basically they believe black magic and stuff, all that. I don't know what your opinion is on that, but to be fair, my opinion now is that it just doesn't work, you know? I'm not really an atheist, I believe in a higher power, I just think we're doing it wrong. Anyway, the, the place that I get to, right? My parents didn't notice anything in particular. They weren't really talking to me. But I looked behind a sign and there was like a pentagram on it. And it was like starting to speak to me. I was like, ooh, there's something here. Then we get down this long, long, long path. Get by this river. And at some point, I stray away from the family. And I'm on my own. But for one moment, no one believes me because I've, I've never really told this story. So you guys are getting a fucking podcast exclusive right here. No one's ever heard this fucking story because I never told it. No one believes me. 
no one will believe me. But I think it has to do with the fact that I wasn't getting enough sleep as well, and I was believing all this weird shit. My mind was in a strange place. You guys already know this. So imagine that song just playing in my head, the little melodic tone. I look up. I see the clouds covering everything. And the sun is just about to set. However, there's one area in particular that caught my eye. I kid you not, I shit you not. The clouds opened up and I could see a giant platform just floating in the fucking sky. Like, I think it was definitely a delusion of some sort, but I swear to God, like, I looked up, I was hearing this thing in my head, and it was almost like a spiritual moment for me. Like, I, I would akin it to, like, not a cathartic experience, but, like, I guess, like, a vision of God or some shit. But I was looking up, and I could see the clouds parting, and I thought, that platform, I mean, it looked like a natural rock, uh, a natural rock formation, but it was covered just perfectly by the clouds so that it looked like it was floating and this might have been an optical illusion but for me it looked like it was genuinely floating like in my head i was like okay that mountain is way too close and the clouds would not cover you know at that distance so imagine me dressed in all black believing black magic is real looking at a floating rock face as music's playing in my head and i suddenly hear fucking giggling in the mountains <laughs> Keep in mind, I'm all by myself. Like, it was almost like I was expecting someone to, like, walk onto the platform and fucking point at me or something. Maybe Zeus hands me a fucking guitar and I start... I don't know. This was my mentality at the time. And I look back and I'm just like, what the hell was that? I, don't, I can't make heads or tails of the situation. Because here I am. Okay, I already explained it numerous times. If you guys don't get it, floating rock in the sky, floating big platform giggling in the fucking woods i'm all by myself just pentagrams and like in the parking lot i don't know so I, I look at this moment and i don't know what to make of it like at least nowadays like i guess as a teenager i thought this is a very spiritual moment you know this is a very deep moment like no nah, it wasn't it was probably some weird shit from sleep deprivation i wasn't on any drugs um the most i did was weed <laughs> but even then, it was just like, I think a few times. Nothing too, nothing too crazy is what I'm saying. But at the time, this uh, this moment really did speak to me. And then, like, I eventually just like, I kept watching the the rock form. Right in the beginning of that song, "Arcane Language of Dementia" kept playing in my head over and over again. And I was just in the woods. And then I remember one thing: after the giggling, right, I looked away from the rock phase. I looked to my right. I just see the woods and I see something rustling and like walking in the woods. Like I just hear like the steps. And I, I remember all of this and all of a sudden out of nowhere just a fucking blind panic comes into me and I just turn around and walk back. Shortly after this moment, I, um, I started talking to my parents more to be honest. Like I think after that I was thinking maybe this is a sign from God. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, you never know, okay? Your brain is developing as a teenager. You see some shit, and obviously you don't sleep well enough, to be honest. I think that's the problem that it was. I definitely wasn't getting enough sleep. I remember sometimes my parents would, like, open the door at, like, 4 in the morning, and I'd still be awake. It's like, it's time for school. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Just fucking go. Not 4 in the morning. Can you imagine? Basically, 
I thought I could function with less sleep. It's probably a bad idea to not get sleep when your brain is still developing. Yeah. Okay. That's enough about that story. It's cool for me because I look back at it and I just like it. I remember going back to that place as an adult. And it just... The magic was gone. Okay. Because there was no delusion. This was reality. It's a pretty rock face. The, the, the clouds just happened to be covering it at the right moment, you know? The stars align, but only for a moment. Then again, there's billions of stars, so they tend to align often. <laughs> anyway, that's going to do it for this episode of the Meatweed Podcast. However, okay, this last part is going to be a bit serious. I'm already, like, the, the episode's done, okay? You don't got to stay for the last part, but I felt the need to say something because I, even right now, I'm still a little saddened by it. Okay, let's, let's bring it up real quick. Camping, camping with Steve, um, a popular, a, po a popular series on the internet on YouTube. Steve Wallace, the main guy, doing all these things. Not too long ago, his wife passed away, and I just wanted to take this moment in the podcast to share my condolences with Steve. I wish him the best, and I'm very sorry you have to go through that. And the troll comments in his in his videos they're, they're not helping guys you're not making anything better you're just ruining a you're just kicking a guy while he's down you know that's really fucked up it's seriously seriously fucked up a man's wife passes away the love of his life is gone and you decide now to do that i i can't stand some fucking people sometimes but then again i do remember after everything I just said, edgy teenage me was probably one of them. But I look back now and I just, I, I, I look at this now, now that, I'm, now that I'm seeing it, right? Now that it's something that I would have done as someone else, you know, as someone younger and more dumber, it makes me sad. It makes me really sad. So again, Steve Wallace here, here at the Meet Weed Podcast. We're um we're sorry you have to go through that, you know our our um our DMs are open to you whenever, you know if you want to talk to someone we're here you know we share our sympathies is what I'm saying. Okay, that that is gonna do it for this episode of the Meet Weed Podcast. I did feel the need to put that in at the end because I'm a big I'm a big fan of Steve Wallace. He's a great fucking YouTuber, honestly. Okay. See you guys next week, and I hope you learned something. If you're a teenager, I hope you learned something from this episode, you know? Or if you just got a good laugh, you know, that's cool too. All right, see you guys.